Well, good morning and almost happy new year. Today is uh, December the 30th. This is Jesus in Java. Got our Java. And what we're going to be looking at today with Jesus is James chapter 4. I'll give you guys a second to turn there. Um, <clears throat> James is in the New Testament. And going to be looking at verse 4. But want to spend some time just unpacking it, um, trying to figure out really what what is being communicated here. So in James chapter 4, and you got to remember James, who James is. So James is the half-brother of Jesus. Um, James was slow to believe in Christ. He actually doubted him. I uh, believe it is in Matthew's gospel where... Matthew records James among his brothers and sisters and parents saying, you know, who is this speaking with such authority? This is our brother? Like, we don't even know this guy. Um, and it, the scriptures tell us that he, that he didn't believe until after Jesus was risen. And when he uh, became a believer, uh, God divinely inspired him to, to write down His, his own his own understanding that God gave him about how to live a Christian life um, and so he took his experiences and put them on paper in a practical way so that we could know how to follow Christ so in chapter 4 James is calling out the folks who our friends with the world. And, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, we're all guilty of this, uh, myself included. Um, you know, the world sometimes just seems far too appetizing and, and, uh, and it's, it's hard to turn away from. Um, and there's so many different examples of this, but, but here's what James says and hear the word of God here. Um, for those who have ears, let them hear, Jesus would say. James 4, 4, it says, You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? So whoever wants to be friend of the world becomes the enemy of God. And I'm down here in Wilmington, or near Wilmington, Holly Ridge, North Carolina, visiting my sister um, <clears throat> and her husband, Ryan, for the new year. And... It's awesome to be down here. It's a completely different pace of life than Virginia Beach, and I, we really enjoy it. And the girls are here, James is here. We're all going to celebrate bringing in the new year. And as we as we begin to do that, what, one of the things I wanted to make a point of doing this year in 2020 was was being purposeful about reading God's Word every day and. For some reason, this particular passage um, popped up into my head this morning and I wanted to dive into it with you guys. So let's break it down. Let's unpack it. Verse 4, James 4. I'm reading from the CSB, the Christian Standard Bible. 
And he says, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? So that's a question um, after he calls us out. He calls us adulterous people. So if you think about the word adulterer or um, adulteress in this sense, it could be either. What James is doing there is saying that we are actually cheating on, um, we are laying with the world. We are giving ourselves to the world. We are, if you'd like a vivid description, fornicating with the world. Um, and he's speaking to everyone, every believer, every especially every non-believer, but every believer as well, who puts the world before Jesus. And, and James just says, don't you know, aren't you aware that your friendship with the world is hostile towards God? Well, what makes it hostile? Well, the thing that makes it hostile is that the world tells us that we don't need God. The world tells us that we're good enough. The world tells us that Jesus, yeah, he's a good teacher. He's a good guy. He was a virtuous man and he did some really nice things, maybe even miracles, but you can save yourself. So we can see why that would be hostile towards the things of God, because God actually says, I created you, you are mine, you were bought with a price, and the reason that you're here is to glorify me. So those two things do not mesh. And James is trying to help us understand that if we have friendship with the world, okay, not, not that we're acquaintances, not that we know the world, but that we actually befriend the world. And this kind of language in, in, in the first century meant friendship was, was a lot different than maybe how we think of it today. Um, friendship was putting somebody or something before everything else and the things that you would do for your friends in the first century would include things like, um, well, typical friendship stuff that we would do today, but probably even more so. Excuse me, I'll take a sip. I guess what I'm getting at is <clears throat> friendship with the world just means putting the world before God and worldly passions, things that we want to do, self-centeredness, um, we're putting all this stuff before God. And James says that is hostility toward God. And he says, whoever wants to be the friend of the world becomes the enemy of God. Well, it is possible to become an enemy of God even though you might be saved. You can be in a backslidden state and you could be grieving the Holy Spirit. However, once you're saved, you're saved. But you need to realize that we are still sinful. That sin has in us has been forgiven, past, present, and future, because of the blood of Christ. However, sin still lives. Now, the beautiful thing about the Christian faith is there's going to come a day where sin is going to be put to death in us. And that's in our glorified state in heaven. There will be no more sin. God says he'll wipe away every tear from our eye. What, 
what an amazing promise that will be. And we'll be in our, our originally created state like Adam and Eve were in prior to the fall, where there is no sin. But for the time being, even as redeemed believers, we still deal with sin. And what James is trying to help us understand here is that if you are befriending sin and befriending the world, those two things go together, then you are the enemy of God. Don't be the enemy of God. God wants to befriend you. God wants to know you. God wants you to worship him. God wants you to know him. And and friend, you can know him. Don't let anybody tell you any different. God speaks to you every single day. He may not do it audibly, as some people profess. But what he does is he speaks through his word. And if you'll read his word, it is the very voice of God who is speaking through his word. And you can know that he is speaking to you through his word. So read it. And as you get ready to go into 2020, I challenge you to stop being friends with the world. Be acquaintances with the world. Know the world, but don't befriend the world. Befriend God. Earlier in the chapter, James says, if you seek him out, you will find him. And uh, that's my prayer, that we would all seek him out. Uh, That's my prayer for myself, that I would seek him out more. And sorry for a little bit of rambling this morning, but there's a lot on my mind. I'm really, really excited about the upcoming year. I'm really excited about the things God is doing uh, in in, in our home church in Virginia Beach at Bayside Baptist, I'm excited about the things he, he's doing in my life, in my marriage, in my parenting, in my relationships. Um, and I just want to share the love of Jesus Christ with anybody that'll listen. Um, and if you have questions, shoot me a direct message. I'd love to dialogue with some, with some folks. Um, if you have, I mean, anything, any questions, I don't, it doesn't matter what your viewpoint is. I'd love to talk to you. Um, And so this has been Jesus in Java, and I hope that you guys have a wonderful um, day before New Year's Eve, (laughs) and for some reason, it's December 30th, and it's 70 degrees outside in Hollywood, North Carolina. So much love, Um, may the grace and peace of Jesus Christ be with you, and we'll see you next time. This has been Jesus in Java. Peace.